0: Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. We now have uh, Pastor Paul Spagnoni on the line. Pastor Sbanyone, uh, good evening and welcome to Radio Pulpit once again.
1: Good evening, Record Free. Thank you so much for having me in, and good evening to the listeners as well.
0: We've been talking about the topic of reflection over the past few weeks, and this time around you'll be focusing more on couples. How important is that for couples to reflect on their relationship?
1: Yes, Record Free is very, very important that, um, you know, as a couple you sometimes take some kind of a pause and look into your relationship, reflect on things that are affecting your relationship, more especially now during the times of, you know, people call this month the month of love because of Valentine's, you know. So, you know, you come across people who say, I normally don't celebrate Valentine's and they're in a relationship. But, you know, but, you know, meantime, you know, they they just you know, trapping their partners to check if you they'll know, say Happy Valentine's or whatever they were saying, you know. Uh, instead of just here focusing on such, maybe we need to sit down and start reflecting on our relationship, you know. Instead of having expectations of our partners, um, and let's rather sit down and start reflecting on where we are as a couple, where we're coming from and where we want to go as a couple, Um, Because we hardly do that, you know. The reason, one of the reasons, a record feels that uh, we have the highest level of divorce is because you know couples just, you know, um, go with the flow. Um, They hardly sit down and talk about issues that really affect them as a couple, um, or 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 try to. They they actually don't give themselves time to look into issues that are affecting their relationship. Because if they don't do that, you know, problems won't resolve themselves. Issues, they won't identify issues that need to be attended to. So, hence, it is very important that as a couple, people, you know, give themselves time. And, you know, from time to time, they actually say, you know, let's pause a little bit and look into issues that are really affecting us. Let's pause a little bit and just check why are we fighting so much. Let's pause a little bit and check why so much dysfunctionality in our family. That really helps the record free.
0: And the question is, where do we even start? To me, it sounds like a a boardroom kind of a, a meeting setup. You know, it sounds too formal.
1: Not at all. You know, once you make it formal, then that's when, you know, one partner might end up actually, um, you know, they they might end up withdrawing from the whole engagement because they feel like it's formal. People don't like formality. It's just about, you know, having an agreement that, you know, let's just pause. You know, when you pause, it's not a formal thing. You can actually decide that, you know, Um, When other people are are celebrating, um, you know, the day that they call the day of love, you know, we just decide that, you know, what, love for us is not supposed to be an event. It's supposed to be a day-to-day activity in our relationship. Have we been living the life of love? Or have we been living a life of violence as a couple? And, you know, you do it on a very light note, but at the same time, talking about very serious issues um, that are really affecting. So you can go out or just, you know, have a picnic or, you know, just make it light. It's very important that you make it light. light. Whoever initiates it in your relationship has to ensure that it becomes very light, but at the same time discussing about very, very important things that will take the relationship to the next level many relationships that are good free are rounding about the circles you know year in year out they're in one place there's no progress and you know even when they want to grow in a relationship it's difficult to grow because they forever point a finger at each other to say it is not my fault it is his fault or the other partner saying, say not my fault but her fault and as well a result, they channel too much you know energy towards um, fighting, blaming each other instead of dealing with the issues. You know when you reflect, it helps you to look with the real matters. Um, remember we, we, we as, as Christians, we're fighting against you know principalities. It's not about a person, but it's about a spiritual issues. It's about the, the, the principalities of darkness. That, wants to, that is really against the relationship because, you know, the enemy knows that once a relationship is steady, once a relationship is, um, is stable, and then it means if there are children in that relationship, children are going to be very productive. Even the very same partners are going to be very productive in their respective workplaces or, or wherever they are, and they will have a very interesting and productive life you know, a life of joy and things that happens here on earth. Hence, the enemy will forever, you know, bring in confusion, uh, bring in business, whether we are just busy all the time as a couple, um, not focusing on what matters most.
0: You know, I, I don't know whether it's my own observation uh, that uh, in most cases, uh, we tend not to want to address the things that we quarreled about uh, when we are not quarreling anymore, when we are at peace, when we are happy, and, and blah, 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 blah. But then, is it the right time for us to raise those issues? So where is the last we fought? Uh, what is it that we can do perhaps to make sure that we, uh, we don't we don't fight again? Or it's just a matter of just uh, hiding them uh, under the mat, the ritual motor and that's it.
1: You know, what you're asking now is very, very important. We have this thing of avoidance as people, whereby we are willing to talk about matters. Most especially when you're happy, it's a matter of saying, I don't want to spoil the environment by raising issues that will actually make us end up fighting. And in actual sense, that is the right time. You know, when you're happy, when you are in the right space, when you're both you know, emotionally calm, it is very important that, you know, you start talking about issues. But then you have to make it as part of your principles in a relationship. We have come, to come, you know, sit down and start talking about principles. Hence, it is important to reflect. When you reflect, you will just realize that, you know, we only you know, address issues when we are angry. And we, when we're angry, are we really addressing issues or we just attack each other? It hurts you. Remember when you're reflecting, that's when you're relaxed. (laughs) You can't reflect when both of you are very emotional, um, emotionally drained and fighting. You're not likely to reflect, you know. Hence, when you realize that, you you know what, it has been too much in this relationship, then you both pause and say, you know what, let's not forget that there's one thing that brought us together, which is love you know, we shouldn't forget that, that we are brought together by love. And, you know, that will actually Can you please
0: raise your voice a bit?
1: Okay.
0: Yes. We are brought together by love, yes.
1: Yes, you are brought together by love. And as you you are brought brought together by this common factor, you know, now you start looking into the shared values that we had as a couple. You know, um, we had to look at you know, the values that we have, both of us, that we share. We forever look into our differences, you know. So you can only do that when you are in the right space. Both of you are calm, you know. So it's very, very important that, you know, as couples, we try to make it part of our culture that when we are in the right space, that is the right time to talk about issues. But it shouldn't be... A, a a culture that whenever you are in the right space you always talk about issues. You don't even give your relationship um a, a chance to, you know, where you celebrate and enjoy yourselves. You know, I wonder if you get what I'm saying. It's important that you do it, but it shouldn't be a norm that all the time when you're together, once you realise that my partner is now in the right space, then you start talking about issues. You know. However, it is important that you discuss issues when both of you are calm because that way um, there are no emotions involved. Both of you are rational about real issues. Then you are in a position to reflect and start looking into issues and remind each other that it's not about me, it's not about you, it's about this thing that brought us together, which is the love that brought us together that relationship, this relationship, that we have to build it together because there are so many people who are looking up to us out there. As couples, we tend to forget that, you know, once you get married, if you are married, so many people are looking up to you. And we mess it up ourselves, nobody else but us, whereby we start forever being in conflict, and people from outside start noticing it, even if they don't notice it. Remember, people, you know, are not, you know, ignorant. They will sense it. Even the children at home, they will sense it if you guys are not, are always not in alignment on, you know, doings. You know, so hence, it's very important that you know, we just turn it into your culture
0: well we 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 talked about the the kind of topics that we need to address the serious ones uh, the quarrels and and what have you but let's look at uh, the environment what, what kind of environment must this whole thing you know be held under should it be in the bedroom should it be uh, during the dinner you know dinner time what can be the right place and the right time for us to talk about these things and uh, if possible, if you can tell us about the duration, man. Is it going to be too long or, or what and, and, and stuff like that? We just, we just want to do it right, you know, the right way.
1: Remember, a uh, record free, um, you know, certain things, they don't necessarily have formula. It depends with the kind of a relationship you have. Uh, it depends um, where you feel more comfortable. Um, for instance, you can have it over dinner And at the restaurant, and, you know, if your partner is easily distracted, you find that, you know, this might not help because they easily get distracted. Some people might say, you know, let's just do it when we take a walk. Let's take a walk together and start talking about these issues. You know, as we're taking a walk, then we stop somewhere, maybe by the park and start talking, you know. So it's just entirely up to the... You know, the couple, couples do differ, you know. you know. So there's no prescription to say it has to be done this way. You know, you have to create your unique environment, the environment that you know that both of us, when we are under the circumstances, we feel very comfortable, you know, and we are in a position to fully express ourselves, you know. And as for the duration as to how long should it take, um, you know the problems. Remember the problems that we have. Mm. If they've been hanging for too long, you'll take, it will take long to resolve those matters. Mm. But it's just a matter of breaking it into chunks to say small chunks to say let's have a certain point. You know, let's not let's not try to address everything on the same day. Yeah, okay. Maybe you can.
0: Yes. yeah because we have a eternity ahead of us so there's no rush one topic at a time <laughs>
1: mm. one so topic I, I remember when i
0: got married uh, yes. the pastor who was marrying me once said this statement um, we need to talk about what we like and what we don't like for instance he gave me an example of uh, saying to his wife you know what i would like you to tell me what you love about me not just why mm-hmm. you don't laugh about me, and and, and and stuff like that. And I think again, I think I think be the right time for us to talk about. Um, what's your interpretation of being loved? Because uh, to be loved, it's just a general thing with regards to many people interpret love differently. So I think it's the right time for us to be able to say, I feel loved when you're doing one, two, three, uh, three things. I feel respected when we are doing one, two, three things because uh, respect does not necessarily mean when u uh, To me, it does mm. do, might not mean anything, you know what I'm saying? Or Mm. to be loved does not necessarily mean Uh, you have to buy flowers. (inaudible) Because your interpretation of love is something different. You know what I'm saying? Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's your take Mm -hmm. on that one? Yeah, you know, when it comes to that uh, 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 record-free, as to how I would love to be loved, you have to love me the way that I prefer to be loved. It's not about you. It's about me as the recipient. And also, it's not about me. It's not about me as to how am I giving you love, but it's about you as the recipient as to how would you prefer to be loved. Just I always give an example of someone that is thirsty. You know when you prefer to be loved a certain way and you don't receive such, you become thirsty, you know. You become, you feel like you need to have something, you need to, you need to be given love in a way that will fulfill you so that that thirst gets quenched, you know. But then we tend to give love, people love the way you want in prefer save And you find a person who will say, I mean, I do everything for her. I don't know what else does she want. I not you to realize that everything that you're doing it is important, but it's not critical. It's important, but it's not significant to me. So people differ. It's very important that, you know, as we reflect and we talk about issues, we start engaging to say, how would you prefer to be loved? For you, what love? what does love mean? For you, what does respect mean? You know, because I would say, you know, if I give my husband food, um, if I fed him using the tray, for me is the highest level of respect and realize that for him, yes it's okay he, he feels honored but he, you know, for him it's about how you talk to him more than anything else for him it's about how you do things generally, you know, how you approach people in general, you know, how you share the stuff you know, the, the stuff you know, what you guys are going through if you go around telling everyone about your issues, for him you starts feeling disrespected. And if you realize that you're doing everything that you believe in your eyes. That is a meaning of respect. And it doesn't make an impact. Because he says for being respected in a manner that, you know, that will fulfill him, that makes sense to him. So hence it's important that, you know, we make it our, our our responsibility that we find out what how would our partners prefer to be loved, and we give them love the way they really prefer it.
0: Alright then, that's uh, Pastor Sibanyoni on Radio Puppet your daily companion, talking about reflecting on your relationship as uh, couples more Ne
1: my contacts
0: are
1: zero
0: eight two um 9 82 at Triple Zero Nine. Yes. Thank you
1: so much, If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radio pulpit.co dot z A or WhatsApp zero six seven four two nine seven five six four. Or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co T's and C's apply. You and 6.57am and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.